Hi everyone, it's John. And Ben. And welcome to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I break down 1985 Santa Claus the movie. One minute at a time. So this week we are on Minute 32. This is our first show for November of 2020. We're recording these ahead of time. We have no idea how that election turned out, but let's say it was pretty crazy. It was pretty wild. (laughs) I think that'll be a safe bet no matter what happens. It'll keep the timeless feel of our podcast. (laughs) That's right. So as we're recording this, we don't know if we ended up with another four years of President BZ or if the ancient one has been elected. (laughs) That's right. We have no idea. (laughs) See, you know, fair and balanced, you know, and Santa Claus is movie related. There we go. (laughs) Because our UK listeners really appreciate U.S. political humor on a (laughs) Christmas podcast. Right. So let's just move on to Santa Claus, will we? Yeah. Yeah. What they're tuning in for is reindeer trivia. And I got that by the the pound. How would you measure reindeer trivia? (laughs) By the antlers. By the the antlers. I got... I got reindeer trivia coming out of my antlers this week. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So before we dive into the minute, I do have a couple little things to cover. First, I have to mention that sadly, Santa Claus the movie is no longer streaming on Crackle. Just in time for the holidays, Crackle has taken Santa Claus the movie offline. However, you can still, if you want to pay for it, Mm -hmm. you can download it off of Amazon or Apple or whatever. Yeah, which I did. So that I can see it in high def on my computer. Unfortunately, my screenshots of the movie for our website, which is always linked down in the description of the podcast, um, they will know they won't be in high def because I can't take screenshots of Prime Video. But I can off my DVD, so it'll still be the blurry images that you're used to. You gotta love technology. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and another thing I wanted to bring up this week. I was scrolling through eBay for Santa Claus the movie memorabilia, like I do. Like we're known to do, right, Ben? We do that quite often, yes. (laughs) And I stumbled into the completed listings, and I was shocked that something Santa Claus the movie related that we hadn't seen before slipped under our radar entirely. I know. I don't know how we missed this. Now, at first I thought, are those props from the movie? Because there were two wooden toys, one of a hippo... And one of a guy in a car. I don't have the pictures in front of me, but Ben has them on her desktop. I do. And they had Elf made on them and copyright information on the bottom referring to Santa Claus the movie. Yes, the hippo had Elf made sticker on its side. And the other one was a guy driving a car was like painted on the side of it. But that one didn't have an Elf made sticker or if it did, it had long fallen off. Yeah, the bottom of the car had the uh, copyright code for Santa Claus the Movie, 1985, Kalash Corporation, licensed to Elf Toys in Healdsburg, California, with a little elf guy. So what I'm thinking this is, I can't find any other mention of these elf toys or anything like this, you know, doing a Google search. So I'm assuming this was like a a toy company that made wooden toys to begin with, and they kind of licensed the elf-made symbol from Mm -hmm. Kalash or whoever was controlling the Santa Claus license at that time. Right. But it was so painful because these two little wooden toys, which would look great on our shelf, by the way, went for $11.99 with free shipping, and we missed out. I know. I'm so sad. I can't believe that we didn't see those. They must have been online for a short period of time. 
the other Santa Claus the movie fan who scouts out eBay looking for yes. memorabilia swooped in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that one other person. <laughs> so you will put images of those on our website. Yes, I will. We're definitely thinking of like starting a memorabilia merchandise section of the website at some point. Yeah. So anyway, are you ready to dive into Minute 32? Santa is about to take his first flight. I am ready. So the minute begins with more reindeer moaning and shaking as the stardust food begins to take effect. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I've said my piece about how unpleasant it is to watch the reindeer like violently shake and yes. moan. Like, yeah. And it doesn't, seem to, it doesn't seem to phase Santa at all. He's still smiling, putting on his little cap, like, this is great, you know? He doesn't say, like, are, are, are they okay? Right. He doesn't have, show any concern for these guys at all. None. The first, like, five or six seconds of this minute is just more reindeer moaning. Yeah, it is. Like, the first six seconds is just reindeer moaning. And then you get to see Santa... We see Vixen, then Donner, doing the moaning. And like I pointed out last week, it seems like the the stardust goes up through the antlers and they shake their heads. And then, yeah. like, the stardust, like, just flies everywhere. Yeah. So how do you think this works? Is it, like, like I said last week, is it, like, pixie dust in Peter Pan where it lands on an object and then the object floats? Um, well, so what did... I I think what happens is they ingest it through the food, right? And then it gets courses through them. You know, it gets into their system and their whole body is infused with this stardust. And then 44 seconds into the minute, you can see that there's a trail of this dust running behind them, which you see in the movie posters and in the trailers and all that stuff. That is the stardust that's trailing behind the reindeer. So... I think it's just something that, you know, they expel while they're using it, you know? So we see Santa put on his trademark hat for the very first time. I even mm -hmm. went back to make sure because I like I think this is the first time he's putting on his hat on his head. The, the he famous Santa it. hat. He didn't have it on when he was standing in front of the mirror trying on the outfit. Oh, he might have. He might have. Well, now we have to check. Hold on. I got to okay. look. So he does not have a hat on. Nope. No hat. He, at the, uh, when he is trying on the, like when um, Anya sees him in his outfit for the first time in minute 25 and 26, he does not have the hat on. He just has it in his hand. So this is the first time we see him with this hat. So there we go. We have it confirmed that this is Santa putting on his famous red hat for mm -hmm. the very first time right here. And the music is just building up the anticipation. It is just like beginning to swell. I think that's the right terminology. Yeah, I think so. The excitement is building. We have one shot of elves onlookers, but no recognizable elves, no Dooley or Vout or anybody. And then there's nope. a shot of Dooley and Goobler visible in the second shot of onlooking elves, along with one unknown elf. Anya proudly and lovingly looks on, and Santa shouts... interesting that this differs from the traditional way santa is depicted of getting the reindeer to go where he calls all of them by name you know yeah, on dasher on dancer on prancer on vixen mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right so now they are 
running down the tunnel and everybody is like cheering for them and like yelling Merry Christmas and go Santa and everything. Santa lets out his first ho 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 of the movie at this point as well. So Santa lets out his first ho-ho-ho of the movie, but he's just so excited to be going down the runway. Yeah, it was kind of like a, an excited, like, on an amusement park ride kind of thing. Not a, not like a, uh, gonna be like a staple. He didn't realize it was gonna be a staple of Santa when he was yelling ho-ho-ho as he's, like, going down this tunnel. It was just like a, you know, whoa! <laughs> well, not to get too far ahead, but... You're going to hear a lot of ho-ho-hoing over the next two or three minutes. Well, yes. Yeah. He is now officially the Santa that we all know and love. Right. At this moment, the reindeer run down the runway, and Deck the Halls begins to play on the soundtrack. I love this version of Deck the Halls. It's, like, just so exciting. And So, Ben, are you ready to learn a little bit about Deck the Halls? I, I've done some Googling, some Wikipedia research. Okay. And I'm going to give all you right. the... Um, abbreviated history of the carols we're going to be hearing throughout this montage that we're about well, to Well, I've into. heard how many pages of notes you have. I don't know how abbreviated this is going to be, but okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so the melody of Deck the Halls is Welsh. Uh-huh. It dates back to the 16th century. It belongs to a winter carol called Nos Galan, and the English lyrics were written by Scottish musician Thomas Oliphant. And that dates to 1862. So there's an awful lot of um, nationalities creating this song, huh? I didn't realize that it was kind of all over the map over there. And um, so if it didn't happen until the 18th, 16th century, you said, right? 16th century? Yeah, the melody dates back to the 16th yeah. century. Well, then they are playing it way too early. In Santa well, Claus, you know, the movie. it's not like this is playing by the elves. This is How Henry Mancini. <laughs> This is Henry Mancini putting some music behind the, all the action in Well, I know, but, you know, previously, when we've had music, it was the elves were working to the music and Patch was playing a piano. So how do we know that Deck the Halls isn't happening there's by a, the There's elves? an elf orchestra off screen <laughs> playing right. songs that haven't been written yet. You make it sound so silly, but they had that in the elf montage, the elf working montage. So anyway... Okay, continue on. All right, so deck the halls, yes. I, I think it's more for dramatic effect. <laughs> the elves and Anya cheer and wave as the sleigh and the reindeer run by. Santa yells, faster, faster, as he laughs. Patch and Honka are cheering. They're going wild, so Patch is definitely in this minute. There's more ho-ho-hoing as the reindeer take a left turn out of the elf compound. And what we're seeing is the real... Honest to goodness, live reindeer pulling the yes. sleigh in this shot. Mm -hmm. And apparently they had to do multiple takes. You see a few of those in the making of television special that we've referred to many times. Yeah. And what's funny is if you go onto the Blu-ray of the DVD, I'm not sure which one, but there's an Easter egg. Do you know what I'm about to bring up? Where mm -hmm. Santa takes that turn and they've kept the camera rolling on the reindeer sleigh. And you see the reindeer run out into the parking lot, and all the cars mm. are parked along the soundstage. And... I have always wondered 
uh, while you get your thoughts together on your next section here. I've always wondered the logistics of this toy tunnel. Now, I understand that this is a production, you know, this is a sound stage, it's a set, they're confined, 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 confined to certain size, you know, they have to work with what they have. But why do, why do they have to make a left-hand turn that cuts down on the speed that they're able to get and the momentum? They, they should just be a straight shot. I mean, you don't see airplanes when they're about to take off have to take a big left-hand or right-hand turn. It just slows them down. So I have to wonder what the elves were thinking when they designed this particular toy tunnel. Just a thought that I've always wondered in the back of my head. So let's talk about these real reindeer for a second, Ben. Are you ready okay. for this? I'm ready. And this was also another thing that cost quite a bit of money. The reindeer, the real reindeer, were acquired from Norway, which were required by British law to be quarantined for several months before being available to work. This was according to the May 24th, 1985 Los Angeles Herald Examiner. So this is the source for this trivia. Mm-hmm. A reindeer trainer was flown in from the U.S. to work with the reindeer for several months. The timing was a concern as the reindeers shed their antlers. Fortunately, there were no delays. Two days after the final scene was shot, the first reindeer lost its antlers. Following the shoot, the reindeer were released into the wilds of England and Scotland as Norway refused to take them back. Uh, can you imagine being like Donner, right? And, uh going up to the other reindeer out in the wild and be like, I'm a movie star. <laughs> I was in a movie. <laughs> but you know then the I lost my antlers and they fired me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it heartwarming to think that the descendants of the Santa Claus the movie Reindeer could still be wandering the wilderness of England and Scotland? It is. I wish you could track them down. <laughs> I want to go meet Donner and Vixen's Grand Reindeer. <laughs> I don't know how long reindeer live, but I don't know how many generations it would be. Hopefully they weren't hunted. Can you hunt? I hope you can't hunt. Well, let's not think about that. Let's not think about that. Let's move on <laughs> to more reindeer trivia. Are you ready? Okay, good, good. This Moving isn't on. necessarily about the movie Reindeer, but it ties into what Santa says next. Okay. He says, come on, boys. But that, that goes along with how we traditionally think of Santa Claus's reindeer as all male. Right. So, however... The reindeer are actually female because the male reindeer shed their antlers in the winter. So in order for their, for the reindeer to have antlers, as they've seen or depicted in traditional Santa lore, they have to be female. Well, that's if they were if we were going by scientific uh, information. I'm tr I'm waiting patiently for this People.com article that has 87 <laughs> pop-up ads. <laughs> <laughs> to load into my screen. <laughs> Only female reindeer still have antlers at Christmas. The males of the species shed their headgear before mid-December. So therefore, like you just said, mm -hmm. in in real life, IRL, it's likely that Santa's reindeer team would be female. 
Um, however, Let there the is, women do the work. Well, there is there. <laughs> however, there is an exception. <laughs> Should I bring this up? Okay, go right ahead. Have you heard this before? I don't know. However, Professor Lincoln, the professor who uh, made this determination, did make one interesting discovery while researching how female reindeer grow and cast their antlers. Apparently, if a male reindeer is castrated, it stops the process of casting the antlers. Thus, he becomes more like a female. So it's also possible. Well, that would make sense. I mean, they never age, right? So I guess they could potentially be, you know, maybe it's the same thing they don't they don't age so they're stuck in that season of their antlers yeah maybe we need to go with that and not picture patch honka and vout castrating reindeer well you know (laughs) so i think that's going to wrap up the reindeer trivia portion of our show okay let's move on (laughs) but what's interesting they take that left and then now they're going down another runway type uh indoor tunnel they are, and I have, from the book, I know what this tunnel looks like. Ooh. According to the novel, halfway down the tunnel, it turns sharply to the left, so, which is what we see. And then they are heading, now that they have turned left, they're heading down a specially constructed exit ramp, which is exactly like a ski run where it slopes down and then slightly up to give them the momentum to get up into the air. So if you if you imagine the ski jump, you know, the Olympic sport where they do the ski jumping, where they go down this hill and then it has like this little lip that goes up and they whoosh and they shoot off the lip. That's what the reindeer are doing. They're shooting off the lip and then they start to fly. You know, I can kind of see it now watching it back. You know, mm-hmm. it almost looks like they're starting to take off, but... Now that you've described that lip, they could get, that's what could be what they're going up to like mm-hmm. shoot out of the elf compound. That's interesting. When the sleigh becomes airborne, the music becomes joy to the world. Like as soon as Santa becomes airborne, it goes na 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 na. The symbolism has to be intentional with that choice yeah. of music on the soundtrack because Santa, for all intents and purposes, is now is like a godlike joy. character. Yeah. yeah. So you're with me on that one? I 100% agree. And Joy to the World, uh, by the way, was written in 1719 by Isaac Watts, mm. according to my notes and according to Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Then there's a shot of the sleigh over the elf workshop. And, of course, the sleigh in this shot is the miniature version that they use for the flying through the air shots from a distance. And this background is the painting, correct? It's a painting? Oh, definitely. That definitely has to be a painting. Because you can... I really like all the detail you can get from this painting. I mean, you see the enormous size of the elf village, which actually looks quite small in this picture. You know, but you have to take into account how small santa is and how small he would have been at the village to see how big this thing really is but you can see the pathway that they would have walked down to get into the elf village when they first found santa or claus and anya then and you can see their little bridge walkway that they walked under when they got into the elf village so it kind of really brings you around to the beginning of the movie when claus and anya first showed up in this 
image that you don't see for very long. So the miniature had all eight reindeer. It had like a little figure of Santa. And then, of course, the sleigh itself. And even though we say miniature, it's like miniature compared to like the full-size reindeer. This is surprisingly large because it still exists. Mm-hmm. It went up for auction on Profiles and History, a big Hollywood prop auction house back in 2011 where it had an estimated value of fifteen to $20,000. I'm not sure who it went to, but it is coming back on the auction block again in the month of November 2020. Now the estimated value has been reduced to between $2,000 and $3,000. And that is so because... So if you guys want to donate to us, <laughs> we'll start up... <laughs> We'll start a Patreon, and you can donate, and we'll try to win. In two this, weeks. Uh, in two weeks. So get your money out. Well, there's a I'm reason that the value of the miniature prop sleigh has gone down so much. It's because the little robotic skeletons of the reindeer were covered in foam latex-type fur. And Ooh. foam latex, over time, is notorious for just disintegrating, for turning into dust. So if you pull up these images for the auction, these reindeer are, are, are pretty worse for wear, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they look um, they look a little rough, a little creepy. They're kind of good for Halloween right now. But um, yeah, they don't look very good. I don't know how we'd protect these rapidly deteriorating reindeer. We don't, don't not, 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 not we have $3,000 hanging around to spend on robotic <laughs> reindeer. Oh, trust me, I wish we did. But um, I don't know, we just have to get a glass case of some sort and stick them in it and, uh, you know. Watch them rot away slowly over time. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully, you know, being in a glass case, it would slow it down a little, you know. The auction includes all eight reindeer in various forms of uh, deterioration. And it mm -hmm. also comes with the wooden sleigh and... The figures, not only do you get the figure of Santa, but there's also a figure of Joe, Cornelia, the kids we'll meet later in the movie. Another figure of Joe, he's like clinging on to Patch. That's another scene where they fall out of the Patchmobile. But what I am most intrigued at is that it also comes with a John Lithgow BZ figure. I know we're going to yeah. have to put a pin in that for later. Mm -hmm. We'll reconvene next year. <laughs> but I just find that very interesting. Yes. Ben has her so own theory. So make sure you remember that for next year. Yeah. <laughs> so Santa is up in the air now. This is very exciting. And I love the build up to this. It's. Mm -hmm. I think this is definitely the part of the movie that they were trying to build it up to give you that feeling like when you first saw Superman take off for the first time right. in the Superman movie. I think that's definitely what mm -hmm. they're going for and i think they succeeded overall i love the music in this part back on the ground there's a huge celebration in the elf workshop lots of cheering and elves throwing their hats in the air and dancing around like like somebody won the super bowl basically yeah they <laughs> yeah. are super stoked uh-huh they're like he's actually flying it worked <laughs> it's happening <laughs> and then you get a nice picture of the giant magical mystical christmas tree from the stars above yeah like th like that beam of light that comes down from yeah. what i assume is the north star yes yep as we see santa and the slide the miniature again fly by that mm -hmm. as they're departing the north pole and yep. our minute ends as donner takes a quick look down 
Frightened and bug-eyed at the ground below, he looks shocked as the minutes end. Yes. Now, I have stuff from the book, so the minute isn't completely over for us on the podcast. Do you want to hear what the book says? Yes, I do. I always want to hear what the book says, Ben. (laughs) Okay. As the wind whipped through his beard, he began to laugh. The hearty, heartful laughter would ring down through the years to fill countless children's hearts. So this laugh, this one laugh in this, uh, as he's flying through the air for the first time, is the laughter. This, the, this is the first ho-ho-ho. Like, ho, this is where ho. it started. It the is the first ho-ho-ho of the movie, but this we've talked the in the ho, past ho. that when he first entered the room a few minutes ago, we heard an elf shout out ho-ho-ho. Yeah. So. But for all mm-hmm. intents and purposes, as I've said before, <laughs> this is the first ho-ho-ho Santa has ever yes. hoed. <laughs> His first ho-ever-hoed. And then this is <laughs> this is something that takes place back at the compound that we do not see in the movie at all. What is it? Is back at the compound, Dooley is tracking Santa through his telescope. You know, in his in his um, office, he has a telescope that he was watching the North Star with for Season's Greetings. He is now watching Santa, tracking him, talking to himself, you know, kind of like, yep, that's right. Now bank to the left. You got it. Keep going. You can do this. All right. Pull, pull. You got it. And he's like cheering Santa on from his office while he's watching him through his telescope. Now, I have uh, the actual words here. Hold on. He rapidly aimed the lens across the sky, tracking the fast-disappearing sleigh. At a Santa, he chortled. Is it chortled or chortled? Chortled? Chortled. (laughs) I knew what you mean either way. Okay. As he found the man in red in his sights. Perfect. That's it. Pull back. Now bank left. Right. That's the way. His own hands pulled back and let out in imaginary reins, and he soared through the sky alongside his pupil in his own imagination as he watched the flying sleigh grow smaller and smaller in the distance. I can totally picture that. It probably yeah. got cut, you know, when they cut out all the stuff of Dooley saying, okay, this is how you're going to learn how to fly this sleigh. But, I, but they could have at least kept a shot right. of him, like, mm-hmm. watching him on the big telescope. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there is a little bit more of Dooley in the next minute as well from the book that's not in the movie. So, but we'll get there when we get there. Little teaser for next week. Now I can't wait for next week. We learned a lot this week. We learned a lot about <laughs> reindeer and Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did. So that's going to wrap and up. poor Donner. I'm just looking at Donner's face on the on the computer, and I and I feel so bad for him. He has his lips are like almost like he's quivering, you know, and he's like bright eyed, and yeah. he just looks he's like bug eyed, like, scared. like ah. yeah. We'll, we will talk like about that more next reindeer. week. Yeah, yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode for minute thirty two. As always, if you guys have anything you'd like to add, you can track us down on social media. We are at Santa Minute on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram. You can also email us, SantaByTheMinute at gmail.com. 
Ben and I post a brand new episode each and every Wednesday. And as always, you can listen to any of our episodes. For free!